In the darkest depths of the Twistmore Network, there were three nerdy dudes. But they were no ordinary dudes. These dudes were Marvel fanboy dudes. They bleed Marvel. If there was ever a time for these three nerdy dudes to come out of the shadows and spew all their Marvel chunks, it was the year 2021. We are the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. Welcome to the Marvel Canon Madness Podcast. I am your sometimes host and head of the Twist My Arm Network. I'm Josh. You can find us on Twitter at MCM Pod, on Instagram at Marvel Canon Madness. And soon you will be able to find everything on a brand new website. Um, right now there's nothing if you look for the old site. But that's okay because new things are coming soon-ish. Yes. Um, joining me today, we have <laughs> we have our own personal Green Goblin, and I only say that because he is in fact the MCM troll. His name is Chip. <laughs> How you doing, Chip? I um uh, I accept that title. I'm I will proudly <laughs> be the MCM troll. Uh, I'm doing well. Uh, pretty pretty good week. Pretty decent movie. Good episode of Hawkeye. Can't complain. Yeah, yeah, no, I I totally agree on all of those. Um, thanks, thanks for coming. Thanks for uh, watching the movie. I know it's sometimes hard to go watch these movies, like opening weekend and stuff. So, um, yeah, sometimes, it's it's yeah. gonna be fun. I'm excited. I'm excited. Um, we also have the daddest of dads, the manliest of men, and our neighborhood Spidey super fan. He is the intrepid DM, and his name is Roy. How are you today, Roy? Good. I got a cobweb in that corner I need to get at some point. But, oh. yeah, so, uh, <laughs> hello. How are you guys doing? Uh, it is great to be here. Good. I'm, I'm glad. Um, do you want to get that cobweb? I can take you out of the screen real quick if you want to. Oh, no, do that. no, no. I've, I got someone for that. Um, oh, you okay? Okay, <laughs> whatever. Scared out of here with that. Got a wife. Jeez. Oh my goodness. So we also have a special guest today. Um, his name is Cody. How are Hello. you doing today? Great. Thanks for having me. Chip's been uh, trying to get me on here for a while now, so I figured I might as well get on here. So he's up yeah, It's a good episode to get you on for. Yeah. Thanks for having me. Yeah, yeah, thanks for joining. Thanks, thanks for having fun. It's not every episode that we get a guest for the MCM podcast, so it's definitely good to have you on. Um, good to have someone else other than our three <laughs> annoying asses. <laughs> it's true. Um, it's true. But I got to ask you right off the bat, Cody, um, out of all the Spider-Man movies ever made, which one is your absolute favorite? Ooh, the first Spider-Man. Toby first just did one? it solely because of nostalgia. It, it was just so okay. good in that aspect. Okay. All right. If we looked at we it this... now, it'd be the new one. It would be the new one. Okay. That's fair. I saw this meme, and it was like me as a child watching Spider-Man, and it was like pictures of Green Goblin and Spider-Man, and he's all like happy. And, yeah. then, and then it was like me as an adult watching Spider-Man, and it's like <laughs> the <Yeah>. same thing. <laughs> So I, I totally feel that for sure. And uh, uh, no spoilers yet. This is going to be an episode full of spoilers later on. Um, but but none yet. I'm just super excited to to get it, to talk about it. Oh, my God. I'm so excited. Um, so, yeah. Thank you again, all of you guys, for being here. 
Um, as we talked about, Spider-Man came out this last weekend, and so we decided as the podcast to talk about it on Monday instead of last Friday because that'd be kind of rude to, to people. We give you a few extra days to go see the movie. So once we get there, though, we'll, we'll give you a nice fair warning. If you haven't seen it, you'll definitely want to leave at that point, go watch the movie, and then find us on Spotify, iTunes, or however you listen to podcasts. and finish up the discussion because i'm pretty sure it's going to be fun like i said we, we got the troll in this one so i know i know he's going to be trolling i mean i don't know dropping truth bombs or trolling take your pick <laughs> we'll get into it he's um thanks everyone in the chat too i see a few of you over there if you know you guys can always type in comment ask us questions all that stuff we will answer you and we will shout you out so thank you for for being here with us as we talk about this. Hopefully you all saw the movie and you can hang out with us for the whole discussion. But before we get into any of that, we haven't talked about Hawkeye yet. The the episode five of Hawkeye, Ronin, which had um, a few like reveals and and revelations that were pretty big for the MCU as a whole i feel like chip do you want to tell us a little bit about that well i mean the big uh the big reveal at the end of episode five was uh seeing our first view of kingpin um holding his iconic <sighs> excuse me i'm allergic to all you so holding his iconic cane you know he's got the big diamond tipped cane which uh, they did really have in the Daredevil series. Uh, yeah. Uh, I read that they had D'Onofrio and his stunt double showing up in like these massive black cloaks. Because if you saw his stunt double, you'd know it was him. So like they had to bring him and all the stunt doubles in, like in big cloaks to keep it secret. Huh. Interesting. So he had stunt doubles, though, which means there's probably going to be stunts with him. Yep. in the season finale yep. is, is what I would assume then. Yeah, definitely. Haley Steinfeld was giving like an interview where she was talking about how exciting it was to work with him. And, and then she was like, <laughs> yeah, and it was just like, you know, it's great to like be in the same room as him. And it was just like, oh, really? In the same room as him? Hmm. When's that happen? <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. That poor girl. She lost half her paycheck for that. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't know the rules yet. <laughs> No, all the all these new people coming in, like dropping spoilers and stuff. It's been it's been funny. Um, Roy, what were your thoughts on the whole Yelena storyline in in the episode of Hawkeye? Because that that was that was pretty interesting. She comes in and uh, and she's making mac and cheese. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I like that they blipped her out to keep her the same age. Um, that they explain that um, her exchange with Kate Bishop um, last issue of MCM. I kind of said that I don't really like Kate Bishop. You know, I just, I didn't like the character, but her exchanges with Yelena, it, it kind of made me like her a little bit more. I'm hoping that we get that bad cop, good cop, dynamic with them and they get their own spin-off kind of series because i could watch that i like the chemistry between the two of them and that, that was gonna I, be my next question for cody too was what are your thoughts on like a spin-off with those two with like a, a hawkeye slash black widow but it's like the new hawkeye black widow i think it'd be pretty good i didn't know how i would feel about the Hawkeye series, because I'm not the biggest fan of him, but I gave it a shot, and I actually really enjoy it. Um, I wasn't the biggest fan of Kate Bishop at the beginning either, but I think now that it's coming to an end that she's really developing as a character, and you get to see more of Hawkeye, which is nice, because usually he was just, shoot your bro, get out, shoot your bro, get out, and all this and that, but now you get to see like his family, you get to see what he's about. The same with Yelena, or Yelena, how she's coming into I'm really enjoying that. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, the only I like Jeremy Renner a lot. Mm -hmm. I like him as an actor, and so that's kind of what 
got me and and it's and it's fuck it's marvel so of course i'm gonna watch hawkeye because i'm gonna watch anything marvel because we do this podcast so even if it's reluctantly i'm still gonna watch it it was like eternals i went and saw it in the theaters reluctantly enjoyed it for what it was (laughs) but i think hawkeye has been a nice surprise as far as um the series go i would i don't know i'd put it as as one of the better ones especially of the recent ones roy what you got reluctantly is a good word considering i reluctantly and regrettably watched modok so you're (laughs) right you're right we watch things that we should not watch oh man modok was was awesome it was great Adam oswald is my boy modok was great there was some rumor that Modoc was going to be in Ant-Man, I think, and he's going to be played by Jim mm. Carrey, which I don't want to see. Mm, yeah, I feel like I'm they not... already cast Modoc, and I don't <laughs> care to see. Do I really need to see Dr. Robotnik again? Like, <laughs> well, you know, MCM or MCM, the MCU will the way they cast and the way they do their characters, they've been pretty spot on. So if they're casting Jim Carrey, I'm going to give him the a benefit. Reason. I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. Um, but I'm kind of in the same boat where I don't want to see Jim Carrey play MODOK. And I don't want to see MODOK in the MCU because MODOK would have to be an entirely CGI character. Well, in in the end, he would. You you could do the the whole. You start him as a regular dude, and then you know he eventually turns into the giant head, which is then CGI. But you would have to think that if it's going to be Jim Carrey, it's going to be a one and done, like a Kate Beckinsale or um, any of those like Red Skull. Even yeah, they brought him back for Avengers, but he was a one and done as well. And in Captain America, like. Yeah, because it wasn't Hugo weaving an endgame either. So no, it was. Yeah, it was, he looked like him, sounded like him, but I, I don't. I, I, I don't I'm doubt down that Jim Carrey it. could do that role. Like, I feel like Jim Carrey could do that role, but like, I don't. I don't care to see it. Like, I'd rather have <laughs> Pat Oswalt just keep playing Modoc. Nah, nah, he wrote multiverse it. man. <clears throat> Yeah, Cody, what about you? What do you what are your thoughts on Jim Carrey playing Modoc? Do, do you Modoc? Do you know a lot about Modoc? Uh, very little. Yeah, that's that's kind of where I'm at. Just the Patton yeah. Oswald Modoc. That's yeah, pretty much. I don't know. I don't like Jim Carrey that much either. Like, maybe it was just like his older movies. I haven't really seen a lot from him other than Sonic. He was really good in Sonic. But I mean, I'm up for it. Oh, I'll go with anything, honestly. If it's Marvel, I'm down. See, and Jim Carrey is one of my favorite comedians from back mm-hmm. in the day. Like, love Days Ventura, love Dumb and Dumber, all those. Me, myself, and Irene. Oh my goodness! Those girls yes, are easy. In Living Color, I have a couple seasons of In Living Color on DVD. That's great. Mm-hmm. So I, I could be down with with a, with the Jim Carrey Modoc, but uh, anyway, Hawkeye, Kingpin. Um, it's incredible that they're bringing him in because that means that they could possibly bring in other characters from the Netflix series, right? That's a possibility. Oh, yeah. And maybe I could well, see it happening. Yeah. yeah. Supposedly, yeah. we already know that we're getting Punisher and Moon Knight. That mm-hmm. was mm-hmm. said long ago. So I'm hoping that. Yeah, we Oscar get Isaac is going to be Moon Knight. Moon, Dameron, Night. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Uh, And with us getting um, us getting Kingpin in Hawkeye and certain other people appearing, um, which we'll get into, it it kind of opens that way. I don't want to see the Netflix version of Iron Fist come back. Uh, Well, you can just replace him with Shang-Chi, though. Yes. Well, you could, but I f- I feel like there's a lot of things that Danny Rand could bring to the MCU, and mm. 
I I think Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, you know, are their characters were solid. I wouldn't care about seeing them come back, you know, or I would I would like to see them come back, I suppose. Um <laughs> it's just the the guy that played Danny Rand just I didn't like that series as much as the rest of them. Sure. I get that. I get that. Well, anyway, speaking of potential spoilers, um, there was a leak recently. And did, did you guys see this? Hey, you guys see this? Uh, <laughs> it was the Thor poster. Did you, but for real, did you guys see the Thor poster? Uh-uh. Okay, I so, I've seen it. So this was leaked um this last week and supposedly it wasn't real taika Waititi denied everything he i don't know had some interview and he was like no it looks ridiculous it's not real and then come to find out this was actually a poster that was mistakenly sent to stores overseas somewhere and it's real and it's going to be sold later on in 2022 so it is a real poster, and um, let's start. Let's start with Roy this time. This is the first time seeing it. At first glance, what are your initial thoughts? We get reindeer. No, um, <laughs> it's you know we get Jane Foster, Thor. There's Korg on the front. Um, it's a. There's so many Thors. There's there is this Thor. There's this Thor. There's this Thor who's holding the that looks axe. like party time Thor this, almost. This Thor right here. This is a Thor, right? Yeah, that's Jane That'd Foster. Be. Yeah, okay. It's the same okay. helmet. Okay, all right. All right. But well, you would kind of think that we would see Christian Bale on there in some way, shape, or form, like got uh, Gore the God Butcher. No way. But well, they would have some inkling of the villain, I would think, on a poster. I mean, look at look at Spider-Man: No Way Home. Green Goblin and freaking Doc Ock were right on the front of their posters. Yeah, but uh, I mean, they're still. I feel like they're still trying to keep that under wraps a lot. They're still really trying to keep the Christian Bale character and whatever else is going to happen under wraps. It's just like the. Did you see the Guardians leak earlier as well? Um, The what is it it's like the you know adam warlock was cast of course yeah um but then the there's like a a hidden villain i guess because adam warlock is supposedly going to be the the kind of villain for guardians of the galaxy but then they there was this report that came out that said it was going to be the high evolutionary is, do you know anything about the high evolutionary? Because I know nothing about about that. I feel like it could be, it could tie together with the Eternals though, because it's supposed to be some really big dude. But, uh, but anyway, he's a fantastic rumors. villain. Yeah. Okay, he does a hmm. lot of he does a lot of like gene splicing stuff like that. He's trying to make okay. like the perfect being. Certain, certain series that come out, um, like Guardians of the Galaxy. I wasn't too big into Guardians of the Galaxy, so I never read many comics. Um, same with like Hawkeye, and um, there's there's quite a few villains that they could bring in that I'm gonna know absolutely zip about, but I'm gonna be do my <laughs> damnest to you know get all the information before the movie comes out if you know I find out right. the villain isn't there. So right you know yeah and supposedly the high evolutionary is going to be played by Mark Hamill. Who so another another one of those one and done probably things. But but like you were saying the gene splicing thing I, I feel like they're really trying hard to make their way into mutants find I their think they're path gonna reveal into the mutant that... world no possible they could I mean they could do it that way too I think uh, I think the high evolutionary is gonna be the dude that created rocket ah 
and um, yeah, that probably part of like the rocket getting killed off story arc. Yeah, that's sad. I don't like that, but I agree. <laughs> <laughs> um, but <laughs> I didn't write it. <laughs> it's true it's true so anyway back to the thor poster it does make me excited for this movie i love thor though and i love taika watiti and i i guess i shouldn't say i love yeah. thor because i didn't really like thor back in the day mm-hmm. i never really cared about thor you know <laughs> and then yeah i don't know even the first first two movies were iffy i was like they're whatever you can like watch them kind of to get the story to know how he became an avenger but whatever and then thor 3 came out and that's when when it got yeah. really good so and yeah. and chris hemsworth when, turned my least favorite and my favorite <laughs> yeah and with chris hemsworth becoming more of like a comedy actor in in that one and just being funnier i don't know yeah mm-hmm he he was so serious in the first Thor, and it was kind of obnoxious. And then, I don't know. Either way, I'm excited for this one. Um, I'm even more so excited for Doctor Strange 2 after watching Spider-Man, which is what we are going to move on to now. So, again, if you haven't seen the movie, we're about to get into a lot of heavy, heavy spoilers. And if you haven't seen Spider-Man No Way Home... Go watch it. Come back in a few days to wherever you listen to podcasts and finish this conversation because it, it should be a good time. But again, I just don't want to ruin anything for anyone and I don't want any companies to shut us down for spoiling anything and not giving the proper warning because <laughs> that would be stupid. <laughs> this is this is a, definitely a movie that you must see. If you don't have the money to go, open an OnlyFans. Do whatever you have to do. <laughs> Just get the money, go see it, and you won't regret it. <laughs> so, again, spoiler warning. Moving right now, we're going right now into, into spoilers. We're going to talk about it a little bit up front, you know, give our rating and stuff. But it's it's going to be hard to not talk about spoilers because there's a lot of things. Like the trailers... We're bogus. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but yeah, let's let's do that. Now that that is out of the way, um, I wanted to just start right off the bat and go into our ratings for this movie um, without giving too much, without try to not give anything away. Here, I'll start. Ready? This is this is how how I'd like to go with our ratings at the beginning, so we don't spoil anything. So. This movie was phenomenal. It was emotional. It had great fight scenes. It was hilarious at times. The references were fantastic. Um, there were great introductions to like all the characters, no matter who it was, if they were new, if they were old. Um, I had more fun in this movie than I've had in a lot of MCU movies, especially lately. Um, like I was saying about Eternals, that was fine. Shang-Chi was you know it was fun at the end um but this this has been the most fun I've had since since Endgame um and that's why I give it a 10 out of 10 spider webs mm. let's go with Cody now because I don't I, I see Chip's face and I don't want to go to him yet <laughs> so Let's go to Cody. What what are you gonna rate this movie? Um, I think I'd have to give it a nine. There were things I don't want to give too much away right now, at least. But William Defoe was the man. <laughs> I think that was expected to be because he just knocked out of the park with this role. Um, there were I felt like there was too many characters at one point, and they couldn't fit it all together the way that I maybe thought it was going to go, but they knocked it out of the park, really. So I'll give it a 9 out of 10. All right, Roy. Yeah, I'm going to... 11 out of 10. (laughs) Um, As 
someone who has grown <laughs> up on Spider-Man, seen all of you, you know, read comics, watched the animated series, every pretty much every animated series, even the the old Disney kids stuff. Um, you know, it, there was just something about this movie and the way they portrayed and told the story to me that so much nostalgia came through uh, with the old animated series as well. Um, and it still managed to make it fresh for me. So I can't go anything below a 10 on this. Um, just from my own personal feelings about how everything culminated. All right. See, I, I knew that was coming from you. Now I don't know what's coming from Chip. <laughs> it's a four. <laughs> so here we go. Uh, like it was a movie and it got made. Uh, so like fucking troll, man. It was pretty. Like, it, no, it was pretty good. It was pretty good. My complaints. Uh, my complaints all came in after I had seen it. Like so, like watched it and I had all the uh, fuzzy feelings that like most people experienced mm-hmm. and like after that i was taking a shower and i was like thinking about it more and i was just like hmm hmm so i don't, I don't know i feel like the movie itself i give a 10 like it was a great movie mm-hmm. uh like my complaints are more meta and so like i won't penalize the movie for my meta complaints about it so like the movie itself was great. I give it a 10 for sure. It's okay. Fantastic. All right. All right. All right. You had me worried there. This, this whole weekend, you kept just always talking shit, man. <laughs> yeah, I know. Got to keep you on your toes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, that's great. So everyone had a good time in this movie, it sounds like. And I feel like that's kind of the general consensus around the world. Um, as this movie made $260 million in the opening weekend and $600 million worldwide. It is, I believe, the second most, uh, second highest grossing movie of all time in the opening weekend. So people are loving it. I'm, I know people have been seeing it more than once. I will go see it again, probably in a matinee this weekend or next monday (laughs) um but let's get let's get into it so a real little synopsis peter parker's identity is revealed to the entire world and desperate for help he turns to dr strange to make the world forget he is spider-man the spell goes horribly wrong and shatters the multiverse bringing in villains that could destroy the world so again last chance full-on spoilers here we go. If you haven't seen it, get out of here. Spoilers. Um, I I really want to make this more of a roundtable discussion. I do have like some questions and notes and things to like try and keep us on track or whatever. But um, Roy's gone. No, he's he's still here. He's just his video's gone. So I I want to just like you said, Cody. There are so many characters mm-hmm. in this movie. It, it kind of got the Spider Man three overload yeah um factor to me i kind of felt that at at some points but at the same time i feel like they did a good job with what they had yeah um it was oh man like all the characters pushed probably by both studios marvel studios and sony was like no you have to fit all this in here yeah you have to figure out a way to do this because this is how we're going to separate ourselves basically and we'll get into that later but um but i wanted to ask who was your favorite character in this in this movie um let's let's start with cody i know you were already talking about willem dafoe and yeah i think goblin but i i think green goblin was probably the best because i haven't seen the movie in a while but i think they really showed how strong he was like physically because he was he was whooping some Spider-Man ass for a while there. He and took they, some punches too. Yeah, like I mean, some they, heavy punches. Yeah, they really showed like how much of a menace he is to like everyone else around him, and I think it was really nice, especially with like the uh, split personality he had going on. 
it was nice yeah. to actually see that uh, in like modern day like technology and all this and that. Yeah, for it's sure. easy to forget that the goblins included like a super soldier like formula as well. So yeah. like he's definitely like mm. enhanced beyond normal humans. And I feel like they did a they did a good job showing that. Yeah. For sure. Chip, who was your favorite character in this movie? Uh hmm. Flash, no, uh, God, <laughs> really? I think honestly, Andrew Garfield. I think yeah. uh, Spider-Man Three kind of stole the show for me. Yeah, which is surprising. Um, and let's my just favorite going into it. With, with that being said, let's just clear the elephant in the room. It has been speculated for a long time that the original Spider-Man were going to be in this movie, and lo and behold. They were Andrew Garfield and Tobey Maguire showed up in a really fun way, which again we'll get into yeah. that in a little bit. But um, yeah, Andrew Andrew Garfield was wonderful in this. He really, I don't know, man. I still, eh, I still love him. I don't mm -hmm. care. I watched Amazing Spider-Man last night, and the one with the lizard, and it's so good he's such a good spider-man like he skateboards he takes good pictures kind of he's like he's got the good quips you know when he's when he's fighting people and stuff like he's i don't know i like him roy who was your favorite character in no way home i just gotta say real quick that when it comes to Spider-Man, I do agree with you that Andrew Garfield killed it as Spider-Man. But I think Tom Holland is a better Peter Parker. Um, That's fair. Just yeah. because of his awkwardness and everything, it, it to me it looks... And the emotionality that he shows in certain areas. And I'm pretty sure that that emotion he's showing is pretty much because he never gets a script. So he has to do it on the fly. So it's like when he gives a surprise look at someone and turns, it's probably because he hasn't heard that part of the script. And he's like, what? <laughs> you know. Um, but as Makes for my sense. favorite character, I would have to say it was uh, Shinji Toto reprising his role as the 1978 Spider-Man. Uh, no, no, I'm joking. Um <laughs> I was gonna say, did he actually show up? Oh, I didn't notice that. <laughs> yeah. No, no, he he didn't. But I, I really was hoping that they would have, you know, thrown some kind of teaser in the movie about him because he was a live action Spider Man. Um, sure, I expected a poster or something. To be honest, yeah. But uh, as for my favorite character, I I would have to agree with Cody that William Defoe knocked it out of the park as the Goblin again. And the fact that he did his own stunts and he's 70 something now, I believe. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He's close, fact, close. Late sixties, early. The 70s. fact that he strong armed Marvel into letting him do his own stunts and told Marvel if, if, if this is just a in and out cameo, I don't want to do it. You know, so they gave him a big overarching part of the story. I thought um, his dialogue, once again, very reminiscent of the the beginning of the Sam Raimi movies, was he strikes such a uh, point with his mantra about heroes. You can't have it all, you know, and it it echoes throughout the movie and you see that through all of the choices that are happening. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I mean, yeah, I think, I still think Tom Holland was, I think how much that kid has grown into this role mm -hmm. and how much he's embraced both Peter Parker and Spider-Man. Because I know you say that he's a better Peter Parker, but I I think that Tom Holland is after this movie, he is the 
like he is spider-man it's like it's like robert downey jr was iron man it's like chris evans is captain america it's like daniel radcliffe is harry potter like this kid is spider-man like and that's (laughs) we're never going to be able to look at him differently like you know I, I could watch Andrew Garfield. Um, I started watching that new movie that he's in about the uh, the Broadway writer. And the he's really good movie. in that. Yeah, yeah. And he's really yeah. good in that. And I, I don't look at him as Spider-Man in that. But mm-hmm. when I saw the Uncharted trailer for uh, the, before Spider-Man, I was like, look, there's Spider-Man with Mark <laughs> Wahlberg. That's going to be awesome. <laughs> and he's, oh, and he he's is. He's jumping trailer? car to car and everything. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, or I mean, it's it's even still to this day. Anytime I see Daniel Radcliffe in some sort of trailer, like what was that movie, uh, Swiss Army Man, where Daniel Radcliffe plays the dead dude? I was like, look, it's just dead Harry Potter in a movie, and that's that's just how I'm gonna look at at Tom Holland from now on. He's he is Spider Man to me, especially after this movie, and I think just his his acting in in a lot of ways it's gotten better too um i mean you'd, you look at him coming in in civil war and he was you know he was he was pretty good but he's gotten so much better over the years and like i said embraced this character so much that it's he's i think he's my favorite man he had mm-hmm. he had good one-liners i i don't know andrew garfield had the best one-liners mm-hmm. in this movie like when the Spider-Men were all bantering back and forth, that was like I'm the worst Spider-Man. <laughs> top I'm <notch>. lame. <laughs> you guys fought aliens? Ugh, I just fought a Russian dude in a rhino suit. <laughs> yeah. It's great. Um, but again, I, I think Tom Holland was probably my favorite character. Um and Man, and the rumor is he signed on for three more movies. I think so. We're gonna get a lot more, a lot more Tom Holland Spider Man, unless it's like cameos in movies, you know, or or small parts in movies. Well, we might get Andrew Garfield back too. I mean, there are a lot I of the people. Petition. There are a lot of people signing a petition to have him come back and do an Amazing Spider Man three. We'll share and... it on Twitter. Follow us at MCM Pod. <laughs> Yeah, no, um, I feel like, of course, they'll do it. Like, why wouldn't you make another one? Like, just make that money. Yeah, I, yeah. It, it it would be stupid of Sony not to. I mean, they basically yeah. already know that they have the the support of the fans out there, and they could make a shit movie at this point and still make bank. Yeah, because they know fans want to see it, but then fans are yeah. gonna be really pissed. <laughs> you know. <laughs> You're just printing money, but then, but then, you get them really pissed off at this one and get them clamoring for a good one again. Mm-hmm. When the new trilogy with Tom Holland starts up, they're all like, "Oh man, finally another good Spider-Man!" <laughs> <laughs> yeah, poor Andrew getting the short end of the stick again. <laughs> Whatever, Watch, man. Uh... I think, I think <laughs> he was great. I don't even care. We get Eddie Brock versus uh, Andrew Garfield because. Those universes are together or something. You never know. Uh, and then he can say he fought an alien. <laughs> That's true. Um, how many how many times did your theater cheer? Did you Much. did you have a cheery theater? Uh, uh, it's like four times um, for mine. Yeah, none actually. Uh, applause. What? Yeah, we were like I don't know. That's a lot late. of older folks in like my oh. theater. So, I mean, like, you could hear him, like, talk, but there was no, like, yeah. I know some people are really getting into it from what I heard, mm. which would have been cool. My friend and I, my friend and I definitely brought the cheers, for sure. We brought the cheers, we brought the tears, we brought the beers. Amen. <laughs> Jamie Foxx uh, says, well, there's got to be a black Spider-Man out there yeah. somewhere. And everybody's, Miles! <laughs> yep, yep. <laughs> and we yeah, do I think, know... We do know that there is a Miles Morales in um, the MCU MCU. because uh, Childish Gambino literally says, you know, I'm sorry, Miles, I'm not going to make it when he's webbed to the car in that parking garage. Wasn't that a a post-credit scene, too, in Uh, Homecoming? I can't remember. I don't know. I know he was. 
I know he mentioned his nephew in the actual movie. I don't know if it was a deleted scene or an after credit. Uh, maybe it was deleted. That yeah, would make sense. Yeah, it was uh, confirmed that Gambino was playing Aaron Davis, who is Prowler, which is Miles' uncle. Yep. Gotcha. So I, okay. I can't remember the exact amount of times that my theater cheered, but I counted, they cheered when Doc Ock showed up. Mm-hmm. They cheered when Green Goblin showed up. They cheered when Electro and Sandman showed up for the first time. They cheered when Willem Dafoe says, you know, I'm somewhat of a scientist <laughs> myself. That was great. They cheered. <laughs> they cheered when Andrew Garfield showed up. They cheered five seconds later when Toby Maguire showed up. They cheered during the spider fling scene where uh, Tom Holland throws the other Spider-Man with mm-hmm. the web. That was and then that was one of the best. The two biggest cheers in the theater, though, I want to talk about these the most. And we talked about this, I think, during uh, one episode a few weeks back. The Andrew Garfield Spider-Man redemption scene. Mm. This... Not only did I clap and woot and holler, but it brought a couple little tears to my eyes because, as everybody knows, in The Amazing Spider-Man 2, he he accidentally kind of kills Gwen Stacy with whiplash and head trauma. And yeah, I was going to say, didn't, was- didn't they, like, they gave it to... I feel like in uh, number two, they gave to him, right like they didn't make it his where he snaps her neck like he was just too slow and she hits her head I, I mean it i think it's a little bit of both because like when you watch it if you turn up the volume on that and this is kind of morbid yeah if you, you turn up the it. volume like you can hear the snap and you can hear the head hit the ground oh <laughs> distinct <laughs> Ooh. all right fair enough so like fair enough so he Ouch. he was very like it was kind of his fault. Um, okay, okay. <laughs> but that that scene just like again it, it brought you know made me a little a little missy. Um, were you guys as emotional during that scene as I was? My yeah. eyes were like getting worry. Like I didn't have any fall, but I was definitely like feeling it. Yeah. There were there were quite a few times that I actually got pretty teary eyed. Um, well, let's go to Cody first then, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't. When Aunt May died, I was, I was, I was emotionally damaged from that scene. I was like, I think I might need a little bit of a breather at this point. And then I thought it was all right. And then like Toby showed up, and I was like, oh no, here it comes again. You can feel like feel your eyes start to water. I'm like, oh shit, here we go. There you go. So a few few eyes rolled out, and then like towards the end, where the all three Spider Mans hug each other, I was it's like twenty years almost of like Spider Man nostalgia just coming together, and I was like, oh, I got to let some tears go. And that's pretty much what hmm. happened. Roy, I, I know you probably cried at least ten times in this movie. I I did. Uh, it was very <laughs> hard not to. Uh, Were you with your kids too? I, I was with my oldest, yes. Um, Did he which... ever notice? Did he ever look over and go, Dad, are you serious right now? <laughs> he looked He looked over so many times and he's just like, are you okay? I'm like, yes, son. I'm more than okay right now. I am uh, I am in heaven. Um, but yeah, it was... So I went to IMAX and... There was not an empty seat in that entire place. And my crowd was just freaking loud. I mean, they were laughing at everything. We were screaming whenever people showed up. We were, you know, people, uh, we had, um, so when Aunt May died, we had one guy go, what the fuck are you, are you fucking kidding me? You know? Because he wasn't expecting was it. I'm sorry, bro. <laughs> me. And my bad. It was, you know, you could you could hear uh, the the girl next to me. She was sobbing uh, when uh, Andrew Garfield and Mary Jane landed, and 
you can see the emotion on Andrew's face as he asks MJ, are you okay? And she's like, uh-huh, uh-huh. And then she's oh, like, he's why are you crying? And she's like, are you okay? And he's like, yeah. Uh, yeah, I'm fine. Um, yeah, he, yes. he really sold it. He did. Uh, he sold a lot of emotion in this movie for just random scenes. And Andrew Garfield excels at that. Like, Anytime I see a Spider-Man in a different movie, I'm all, I'm the same way. I go, that's Spider-Man. I watched Hacksaw Ridge really recently movie. with Andrew Garfield, and like, I've completely forgot about Spider-Man. Like, 15, 20 minutes into the movie, and I was like, holy shit, this guy can act. You know, mm-hmm. it, they could have given him so many more things to do is spider-man and i i feel like they did a great job wrapping up some of those emotions in this movie um especially with um andrew uh telling tom about gwen and he's like after gwen died i stopped pulling my punches i stopped caring and that brings up a whole different line to the multiverse do you think he killed people do you think I, he, oh yeah he killed, i think like, he probably uh, you know i think he mangled people i don't know if he killed people because he still followed uncle ben's you know scene oh, with great sure. power comes great responsibility which we actually got the true version of what uncle ben said in yeah. this movie yeah um, the the original version of of what stanley wrote in yeah. like whatever year it's, that was yeah with great power, there must always come great responsibility. Yeah. Um, so the fact that they threw that in here, it means that we got the real... To me, that meant we got the real Spider-Man. Mm-hmm. Um, and we kind of see that later on in the movie, too. But um, what was I saying? Uh, Andrew Garfield, <laughs> when he was telling him that, yeah, it brought that whole line of thinking, like, maybe he's a Punisher-type spider-man in his universe maybe he's not killing people but i could totally see him bending people's kneecaps backwards when he kicks them and you know just <laughs> completely splitting arms and shit no, that's uh, like i mean definitely, yeah that's... i forget sorry i think they i think that was something they like mentioned in superior spider-man the comics when doc ock is in peter's body and he's like oh i realized he wasn't hitting me as hard as he did like because he's literally like capable of just splattering like he yeah like, if you can catch a car and like throw it over your head like you can explode somebody's dome with a punch like yes yeah. yeah. <laughs> dude if you can stop a train and doesn't just yeah you know if you can stop a train going full speed or keep a boat that's been cut <laughs> in half from tipping apart you know you're pulling your punches i mean it's it's the same theory with like you know the how does sex work with lois lane and superman kind of shit it's the same way with any superhero that has super strength is like how are you not ripping your woman in half or you know Uh, i like the high five I i like the high five theory superman and batman could never high five because he would just knock his hand right <laughs> off. <laughs> Dude, I think honestly, I think like it was a funny joke, but I think Mallrats hit the nail on the head. Like it's an involuntary muscle reaction. You, you can't like pull your punches when you're jizzing. Like Superman would rip through Lois Lane like a shot of buckshot. Like he would explode <laughs> out of the her back. Like the, like involuntary muscle reaction. Like his pullout okay. game is either on point or dies <laughs> so this goes back to a superhero movie that was not affiliated to i believe any studio it was hancock with will smith the scene in the trailer oh, yeah. when he throws the girl across the room because he's about to go and then you know you see the holes puncture through the ceiling it's exactly oh, that oh my god <laughs> But anyway, I'm pretty sure Andrew Garfield Spider-Man killed people. Um, if he said he stopped pulling his punches, like like Chip was saying, that's probably a reference to Superior Spider-Man mm-hmm. in 
in the fact that he's probably just splattering people's brains all over the place. Um, <clears throat> what did you think about no Oscorp in this MCU? There is no Oscorp in this. I think it doesn't have. It hasn't been created yet. I think there's no. I think they're just giving us no Norman, no Harry in this universe. Mm -hmm. uh, Ned kind of made me chuckle. Ned's like, "Are there other Ned leads?" I'm like, "Sure, are Goblo, Goblo. <laughs> He's a little goblin. <laughs> Ned leads Hobgoblin. Well, I I think um I think Ned could be the Hobgoblin." In a future movie, going yeah. to MIT and stuff, he could be. Well, it's possible he doesn't have a. Yeah. Doesn't have a best friend, no friend named Spider Man. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, <laughs> he can't so, keep that promise anymore. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. I think um, that would be. No, really I think cool that was Osborne. That. I agree. I agree. Uh, but I think like the big implication shot from that is without Osborne. I think they're really gonna just go with Kingpin. Kingpin's gonna be the Osborne this universe. Uh, I think Kingpin bought Stark Tower. There was speculation for a while that it was gonna be the Fantastic Four, and they were gonna mm. turn Stark Tower into the Baxter Building. I think Kingpin bought the Stark Tower. I think Kingpin is uh, has Val under his thumb. I think Kingpin has Eleanor Chip under his thumb. I think the Dark Avengers slash like Avengers will happen. It's going to be ran by Kingpin, not Osborne. Hmm. Okay. Good that call. makes a lot of sense, actually. Um, and that makes it a lot easier as well to bring in, you know, more characters from the actual MCU universe and having to borrow characters from Sony. Yeah. Mm -hmm. um, yep. And, and like I kind of talked about earlier, they they really made it to where they could separate themselves from each other in this movie. Like with, I mean, with Doctor Strange giving off that spell at the end that makes every single person forget who Peter Parker is. That means Spider-Man was an Avenger, but nobody knows who Peter Parker was. You know, he they they won't ever remember that aspect. So now... Mm. Now they don't. He basically doesn't exist in the MCU anymore. So Sony can take that, and they don't have to work with Marvel anymore. They can make their own Spider Verse with Venom, with Morbius, with whoever else they want to do it with. And I'm sure there'll be little ties and little connections to the MCU here and there, um, because. I mean, again, this movie, second highest grossing opening weekend for a movie ever. So, you know, Sony puts out one turd and it's all over. They're going right back to Marvel, you know, with their tail between their legs. You mean Mobius? So, Morbius? I don't think no, I mean, this is going to be good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> I think Morbius will be. I don't think Mor it's going to be. Morbius will be like Eternals, it'll be fine. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it's it's probably just my dislike of Jared Leto. I was um, just gonna say you just don't yeah. like Jared Leto. Yeah, I, love I, him. I really don't. He creeps me out. It just I don't like him. He's he a beautiful. Give, man. He gives off the cult vibes. <laughs> the cult vibes. I can see that. I guess. Sure. I think the last. Um, But I, I think that's kind of what they're doing is moving away from the Marvel Cinematic Universe and going into their own Spider-Verse, um, especially with the whole Venom situation. And um, I mean, geez, they could do whatever they want now. They, they really could. Yeah. And, and have to have no involvement with Disney or anything like that. So I'm sure they, like I said, I'm sure they will. But um, let's go to oh um i know you guys you guys talked about the green goblin but let's talk about the other villains in this movie because there were they were all really good i feel like um yeah. in their in their own way and um they <sighs> 
they changed a little bit. Some of them changed just just a wee little bit. I think the only ones that really stayed the same were um, Doc Ock and Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. But then, like, Sandman, I don't know, I guess he was kind of the same, but he was also a little more aggressive than he should have been, I feel like, for how Spider-Man saved him. Whereas Electro was completely different. He he had like a, a whole new look. He was he had yellow lightning instead of blue lightning. Um, the lizard talked a lot more too. So it was just kind of, there were some differences, but who is your favorite outside of the green goblin? Who would you, who would you have said was your, uh, your other favorite villain? Let's start with, uh, let's start with chip this time. Uh, probably, probably electro. I mean, you know, he had, probably the second most lines. So he had like the most to do. Um, I mean, like, yeah, he did a pretty good job. He did a pretty good job of like pretty much every scene that he had to do. He did a job with like when they're in happy's apartment and he's like all nervous and suspicious of this thing draining off his energy. He was playing that really well. Um, when he went God mode, he was playing that really well. After he was all burnt out, and he's just like sitting there, you know, like, <laughs> oh yeah, I lost again. Like he, you know, even that he's <laughs> playing well. So I think Jamie Foxx did a pretty fantastic job. I love the Lego questions. What's your Legos? <laughs> <laughs> that was yeah. He was good. Uh, Roy, what about you? Um. You know, I really liked Sandman in this one. Um, But I do have to say real quick about Electro. They kind of did explain why he looked different. When he started to appear, he said... Yeah, yeah, the energy here is different, you know, Mm -hmm. which allowed him to reform. Um, But yeah, like you said, a throwaway line. But Sandman (laughs) is... they, they They took him from the exact point in um, Spider-Man three, when he started to uh, disperse away after helping Peter, because he knew who Peter was. Mm. He, uh, which didn't happen until the fight scene between the goblin venom and Peter. Uh, And at that point, Peter forgave him. So he was on good terms with Toby and he he plays the good guy role i'm just trying to get home to see my daughter i just care about my daughter you know i'm not here to fight or anything like that and that's why he helps uh tom fight electro is he thinks it's toby and he thinks toby's gonna help me get home Mm -hmm. so and then he's like who the hell are you (laughs) and the way the way when he gets trapped inside the top of lady liberty and the uh, reactor goes off again to take his powers away and it's the same scene as um spider-man 3 when he gets wet and he starts you know showing his sand abilities that look on his face it's almost a eerie recreation of that scene so for sure each villain had their own place. Um, I liked all of them. Um, Lizard, not so much because he really didn't do anything. Mm-hmm. So he was kind That's of true. a throwaway villain. And it's probably because, uh, what's his name? Ryan Ifus? Yes. It's like Riz Ethan. Something like that. Um, I didn't, he did a good Kurt Connors. I didn't really care for the, the Lizard as a character. Um, I thought they could have done better with it. That was my only gripe about the Amazing Spider-Man. But yeah, I'm gonna All go right. with Sandman as my second favorite one. Cody, what about you? Do you agree with one of them, or did you have a different second favorite? I think I agree with Chip that Electro is my favorite solely because he's black. Not really, <laughs> but I think he had the kind of like the greatest improvement from his like the amazing spider-mans because those two movies were just god awful in terms of their villains like i didn't 
it just felt empty. Like, especially Lizard. I don't, I have no idea what his plan was the whole time. He's going to turn everyone into lizards, call it a day. And he didn't do really anything in this movie either to, like, go with what Roy said. But I think Electro was kind of like, he was, like, the forefront. Like, Green Goblin and Doc Ock were there. But I think Electro kind of put himself in front of all of that because he had a little bit more. Because he said he's, like, he wanted to be somebody. And after he was defeated, he's like, I'm going to have to go back and be nobody. But I think that's a really good driving force for him to just, like, be as good as he can be or be as bad or strong or whatever you want to call it. But I think they really did a good job with him in this movie. And I was surprised. Yeah, I I would agree. I think I think Electro was also my second favorite because he was he like really embraced that villain role, you know? Yeah. Like, especially when, the, when Green Goblin was like, these are gifts. He's like, you know what? You're you're right these are yeah. gifts fuck this like let's let's mm-hmm. go mess some things up you know and that's that's what villains are he was the first one to, to uh, just... recognize that he was dying like or had died it's like they're all like mm-hmm. telling, well no i yeah. had spider-man in my clutches he's like, like kicking spider-man's ass and then i was in the grid collecting my energy and oh shit i think i was dying like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah was i dying <laughs> yeah that was good i i did like I did like Doc Ock too, but um, I don't know. I, I feel like he's he's always been a little overplayed. Mm-hmm. Um, I would have much rather seen Venom, <laughs> I guess. Um, yeah. But Doc Ock is fine, and and everyone likes Alfred Molina. So even though he he was one of the guys that spoiled the movie a long time ago, he had said something in an interview. He's like, "Yeah, I'm in the movie. Yeah, it's." It's gonna be great, <laughs> and that's why he was in the trailer. Is they're like everybody already knows, yeah. You know, just hype them up with that. Yeah, I'm really, really glad you brought 